Welcome back to Rudy for today's episode. If you're new here, then welcome. I'm glad that you tuned in today and that you'll be joining our little family. And to all the seniors out there, I hope semester one finals are going well. Um, it's very exciting that we're about to enter our last semester of high school. It definitely did go by very quickly. So today I wanted to discuss vulnerability and how vulnerability can be very intimidating. And creating this podcast was a very vulnerable moment for myself. You know, I have some of my teachers on here and I'm on here talking about my relationships. Like, <laughs> it was just it was just a very vulnerable moment for me and I was very nervous to put it out there. But now that I have and I've gotten so much like positive feedback um, from people, I'm really glad that I took that step. Uh, you know, being vulnerable can be a very intimidating space, but once you knock down that wall, it can be very powerful and feel very freeing to really open up. And then you even allow other people to see that they can open up and be vulnerable too. And they can even relate to some of the stuff that you're talking about. Like I've had a lot of people message me saying that they've struggled with defining themselves with grades or sports or, you know, the extracurriculars. And it's a very unifying feeling to to hear that from someone. And they can be able to express that they understand. And it can be a very good feeling to have someone feel like they understand you. And I think the reason that we don't see a lot of vulnerability today is because there's a lot of stigma around it in our society and it's seen as weakness. So we don't show it and we aren't open about how we feel when it comes to the bad parts and the struggles in our lives. And I do feel like social media um, is plays into that. And you'll see that I bring up social media a lot in the topics I discuss just because in today's time, social media is really at the core of what we do 98% of the time. So it does contribute to a lot of the things that we deal with. And I feel like it ties into this because we use social media as a highlight reel and we critique and we're very strategic with what we post and what we allow other people to see of us and of our lives. So when we're face-to-face or when we're just having conversations off of social media, I feel like we carry that same energy um, of not wanting to be vulnerable and only wanting people to see the best of our lives. So and like painting this picture that we all, that we just have it all together and that just everything is perfect and I I'm guilty of that too like I have a lot of people always tell me that I it looks like I just have my life all together and just all planned out and just yada 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 and it's always kind of funny when people say that to me because they say that based on what I post on social media and like it's not like that like it might seem that way that I have like this perfectly curated life, but that's not the case. You know, my life is just as messy as anyone else's. And, you know, that's really the goal of social media. Like you want to 
you want to well it's not the goal but it's how a lot of people use it like nobody really uses social media casually anymore um but yeah and i feel like vulnerability is starting to even get away from women and you know it's common to hear that women are more vulnerable and quote-unquote sensitive than men and i think a lot of women are trying to go against that stereotype which leads to putting up a wall because you know they don't want to portray this um image of a quote-unquote typical woman and on the other hand men have always dealt with not being able to openly express themselves and their feelings without being emasculated and seen as quote-unquote feminine and you know that's complete nonsense because feelings aren't feminine or masculine they're human and everyone should be able to showcase their feelings and you know and their feelings should be accepted without judgment so I really challenge everyone to like go against this stigma that vulnerability is weakness and to not keep this wall of harness up and don't try to hide your feelings um and I really, I really want to emphasize this next point. I don't encourage false positive positivity at all. You know, be sad when you're sad. Um, cry if you cry if you have to. Be angry if you have to. Let it out, then let it go. Like always, honor your emotions. And to go back to what I was saying about women not wanting to portray this, um, you know, this idea, I can definitely feel that on. A double level, you know, being a black woman, and I feel like I can't publicly express my anger when I when I have anger, just because I don't want to be seen as, you know, the angry black woman. And that might sound cliche, but it's something that we do struggle with a lot. Um, and it's actually crazy just to think about, like. Even when I'm at work, um, you know, I work with people. I work with a lot of immature adults um, <laughs> and just diff- people who are difficult for no reason. And I always have to watch. I always have to really watch myself. And not even just because I'm working, like I'm in my workplace and I want to be professional, but because I don't want them to see me as, oh, this is just some ghetto ghetto angry black girl like that's that's literally what's going on in my mind when I have a like 40 year old white man yelling at me about some some dumb stuff and I'm just like okay like come on just just keep your just keep your work voice on you know code switch you have to you have to hold on to that (laughs) and it's just crazy that you have to do that we feel like we have to do all of that and I know a lot of people can relate to that um but yeah, like I was saying, always honor your emotions, good or bad, happy or sad. Um, and I also challenge everyone to not only take those steps to embrace your vulnerability, but to embrace others' vulnerabilities and alter your vocabulary and your thinking and take out those microaggressions. Because like the stigma has been drilled into us a lot in... Sometimes we don't even notice when we're using those microaggressions and doing things that 
that only will contribute to people not feeling like their emotions are valid. Like something we say a lot is simp, you know, we call guys who are displaying their feelings for the masses to see simps. And that's something that we need to stop. Because a lot of time that's only contradicting ourselves. Um, You know, we say like, well, a lot of girls, there will be like, oh, I want a guy that can express himself, that that is more that is mature and can say how he feels. Then when somebody says how they feel, when somebody says how they feel, like they're simp or oh they simping, like like that's just contradicting ourselves at that point. I'm not saying only women, but even with guys, they call other guys simps when, you know, I just feel like that's something we need to stop because if they're being vulnerable and letting people know how they feel. They shouldn't be judged for that. Or or we see someone going through something in, like on social media and we think like, oh, they're just doing that for attention and just brush past it. Like maybe they are doing that for attention because they're going through these emotions and they have no outlet to turn to other than social media. So they use that outlet in hopes that someone will reach out showing that they care, or at least pretending that they care. Um, so that's something we just need to be more understanding about. And I think it's important for people to just take that first step and be the person who is vulnerable. And you'll really be surprised how people will respond and how many people will feel empowered by you just embracing your feelings and you know, they'll want to do the same. It's a domino effect for sure. And I feel like it can really start to dismantle the negative stigma and the stereotypes behind being vulnerable and equating that with like weakness. guys know what time it is so go ahead and get your journal or loose leaf paper and pen ready and you're ready to answer the question for today so for today i really want you guys to think about what emotions do you feel ashamed of or what emotions do you feel like you can't show people and why do you feel those emotions don't deserve to be showcased and what steps can you begin to take to honor those emotions one thing that i really wanted to include in this is how vulnerability and honoring emotions can bring a lot of emotional stability into your life and how once you start to honor and accept your emotions it's like I'm in control of how I feel and I understand that outside forces may influence my emotions but at the end of the day I'm in control of what I will acknowledge and dwell on and when you're vulnerable you know you're essentially telling yourself that it's okay to feel whatever comes to you and after that the next step is really learning how to gain control over how long you let those negative emotions linger and really being intentional about choosing happiness and choosing to see the good in every situation because it's always there. You just have 
to be in the right space to accept it. 